Welcome to Charcuterie Chats, your weekly guide to New York's array of the best spots for dry wine and decadent cheeses, uncorked by two best friend Kentucky transplants. That's Shelby. And that's Kathy. (laughs) Uh, Should we cheers? Yeah. because we're not drunk because we didn't go out tonight because Whoa. we went out a few nights ago in Canada. Vancouver. Vancouver, Canada. on the road. No, no. Because the equipment's in New York. And Lucas, and Lucas is also in New York. <laughs> Lucas did not go on our vacation. Did not bring him along. Um, but <laughs> we took diligent notes. Yeah. Notes on notes. Notes on notes. That the more you read in the notes, the more typos you see. Which is to be predicted. Sign. The sign of a good night. <laughs> uh, They're yeah. really great. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about it. Me too. Okay, so... Well, okay. Let's set the scene. Let's set Well, Vancouver is Vancouver a beautiful is city. Scene. We were there. The weather was amazing. It was exactly what we needed. It's like Ugh. end of summer right now in New York where we're getting a few pockets of like really beautiful, cool days, but we still They're have those still awful humid. moments. So, yeah. Tonight being, it's humid. I don't like yeah. it tonight at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, being in Vancouver for those few days where it was, so nice. like, breezy. Ugh. Breezy. But the sun was still out, and you could, yeah. like, you felt, you felt it, but... It felt like end of summer. Yes. Like, without the stifling humidity. Like the hints of fall. Yeah. Type of Yeah. It was perfect. It was perfect. It's not a cold. Oh my god. Blue skies. The city's like so spread out. There's like canals uh, and rivers and bays bridges, everywhere. Harbors. Little boats. Yeah. We did a lot. Um, but people are so nice. The, okay. It's not a stereotype wow. you guys. It's really like, not. We were, we were. It was the best. Every interaction we had we walked away being like wow. Like we're so nice. We were like are we projecting this niceness onto them? And then we were like no. No. We're it's really not. Fair. It was nice. Like. Oh yeah, so we we knew that the last night that we were there, we mm-hmm. obviously had to charcuterie chat. So we, I typed up a list of about <laughs> probably fifteen. We, I, <laughs> well, it's we true. made the decision, but I took the list. 
I, I, I had to give the backstory. Kathy made the During list. my lunch break at work one day, I was like, best wine and cheese in Vancouver. It was extensive. Um, and I put together, like, the addresses and then, like, the description on the Google page. So, and it's then hilarious. on the train, on our way up from Seattle, we went through them all. We narrowed it down. Mm-hmm. We looked up those places, and we picked a place that we thought, like, had the vibe we're looking for and, like, the right kind of menu. And mm-hmm. we also were going on a Tuesday, and it was... Um, happy hour all night. So yeah, that was really a that selling was the point. deciding factor for yeah. us between other ones that sounded really interesting. Yeah, so it looked super beautiful. Oh yeah, there all were these good other options. It was a really hard decision. Yeah, honestly, so but, hard. Oh my god, the Stressful. things we have to decide. <laughs> oh, but no, but this one was. It was good. We, I really think we great. picked well. Yeah. Me too. Um, and the because it was like happy hour just on glasses, not on bottles. So we also made the decision that we were just going to get a bunch of glasses of wine. <laughs> so many. Six. Six. <laughs> Total. Not each. Can you imagine? That'd be crazy. Wow. Um, we, we wouldn't be okay. No. Even now. <laughs> um, and we shared them all. And I think that went well. Yeah, we got variety. Yeah. We got a red, a white, and a rosé. We covered our bases. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, we, we each tried. got a red, but it was a different red. Yeah. So, something that was appealing to both of us, but a little bit different. Yeah. And we did that with all three and um, categories. Should have gotten orange wine. We would have gotten four glasses each. That would have maybe been wild. Stressful. <laughs> I would have been a little stressed. By the end of it, I was like, <laughs> And orange wine is strong. Or no. It's more like a red. That would have been, that would have messed us up. Yeah. Yeah, so we did that. We sat outside. Oh, we got a beautiful seat outside. On a, like a quiet street on the water. On the water. It was really nice. We got there pretty early, like, like five, five, five or 5.30. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't leave till like 8.30. Yeah. We yeah. just hung out. Yeah. It, it was, was really leisurely. Mm-hmm. It was bustling. For Tuesday, it was actually really it bustling. It really was. People yeah. were coming in and out. And like by the time we left, it was like packed. Yeah. There were a bunch of people there, people at the bar. I was like, well, I guess I felt like it was a weekend because we were on vacation, but it was a Tuesday. <laughs> Every day is a weekend when you're on vacation. You know great. how it is. <laughs> we love and it was super affordable. Like, oh my God. Well, yeah. Canada is just, like, taking care of us with, like, Canada's how affordable, affordable it is. Well, but, because the prices uh, are, like, similar or a little lower than New York in Canadian dollars, but then it's really only 75% of that. Right. Because of the exchange rate. So, it, it's, like, super affordable. Oh, my like, God. Like, if we had had this meal in New York, it would have been, like, $50 more. Oh, my God. Yeah. We had, we had a lot of, we had a few glasses of wine each. That yeah. would have been already so much in New York. Yeah. And then... Between Even on the a happy hour. cheese board and yeah. the two other dishes we got, which we'll get to later. Oh, yeah. Um, Ooh, so that would have been insane Ooh, in here. I just remembered. I know. I keep thinking about it. I know. I'm so sauce. excited. Oh, okay. my God. <laughs> okay, so have we said what it's called? Oh, my God. <laughs> ridiculous. Well, okay, did we? No. Okay. But it's, it, it's cute. It, it is. Tell them. I'll tell them. <laughs> it's called The Wine Bar. The Wine Bar. Perfect. So this episode is going to be called The Wine Bar Chats. How cool is that? Yeah. I it, love that. It's, it's what it was. It was our wine bar. Yeah. That was great. I guess, let's, so let's go in order. Okay. So we started with white wine. Yes. Okay. So I ordered. Kathy has the list. We both have the list. Oh yeah, you airdropped yeah. it. Um, well, I don't remember which one I ordered, but I'll start with yeah, the yeah. first one on the list. Because we exchanged. We yeah, yeah. We shared we them both. We each yeah. had yeah. a fill of both. Okay. And I liked all the wines we tried. 
Um, so the first white we got was, um, it, it was, oh, all six wines we got were from the oh, British Columbia, yes. which is, because I was like, oh my god, I didn't write down the location, but they were all, all from BC. All BC. Yeah. Um, so this was from a, a winery called 50th Parallel Estate Winery, and it was a Pinot Gris, and so we, there were no notes on the menu, so we came up with our own oh notes. Oh my gosh. Um, and this one was bright, floral, and creamy, mm-hmm. which usually I take creamy in a white or in any wine as a <laughs> negative thing. Yeah. But it was so subtle, and, like, I can taste it in my mouth even now. Yeah. Like, the creaminess was, like, the last thing that hit, and it made it really nice to pair with a cheese because mm-hmm. it was, like, very complimentary while still being tangy. Yeah. Yeah. I think it paired well with the cheese. We started off with just glasses of wine, and mm-hmm. then, initial, like, later or later on got the cheese, mm-hmm. like, right at the end of... The white. The white. It yeah. was really perfect. Yeah. We got that, like, the end of the white and the beginning of rosé. Rosé. Yeah. yeah. Beginning of rosé with it, so it was really cool. Yeah. It was good um, to do different pairings. The other white wine we got was the Blue Gross Estate Winery Ortega. Cool. <laughs> I don't have any concept of any of those words. Is Ortega a type of wine? I don't know. Is that a I location? So. Maybe I that's just a... wrote that down. Wow. Well, that's unclear, but we do have the notes. <laughs> what are the notes? <laughs> notes are bright, minerally, and earthy. So this was had... the one you ordered. The, yes, yes, I know. I, you as soon like, as I'm reading these notes, yeah, I'm like, I said that. You're I like, it's it. earthy, but in a good way. Because that's another thing we sometimes don't. Earthy mineral, is dicey. Earthy. Yeah. I don't want it to taste like dirt. No. Like, sometimes oh, that's God. a different way of saying just like, if someone's like, and... oh, it's earthy, I'm like, so it tastes like twigs. Twigs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> This no. was just, it just, like, lingered in your mouth in a, like, I don't know, I don't know how to Almost describe like it. Almost like a light smokiness. Yeah. Yeah, like, of the earth, not uh-huh. earthy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was a wonderful glass to start with. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so then we, we ordered cheese, <laughs> oh and um, all three cheeses were also from BC. We had to. Yeah. Well, we didn't pick the cheeses. It was, like, they're... They just did, oh, like, true. the cheeses that they had local that day, so they weren't even on the menu. Like, we didn't know what they were until they brought them out. Oh, yeah. Um, which was, I thought it was cool. hmm mm-hmm. And I, I'm at the point now where I'm, like, I'm not going to be disappointed by, like, high-quality cheese, you know? Like, even if <laughs> I, I know, wouldn't I trust pick them. it, I'm, like, ready exactly. to try it. Um, so it came out, oh, God, what was it on? We have pictures. I'm pretty sure it was, like, a just a porcelain rectangular. Yep. Yeah, it was just, like, a dish. Yeah. Oh, and we ordered, because it came with crackers, but obviously you're, like, we need baguette. Yeah. But they had on oh their boy. menu just, like, fresh baguette with olive oil, and it literally it was, was, like... oven-roasted baguette. They, they like, like, took it out of the, in the oven, oven. Oh put God. it in a bag, and then brought it to our table. And, like, that got there maybe two minutes before the cheese, <laughs> and by the time the cheese got there, you and me both, yeah. both of us, we kind of well, annihilated we hungry. We, I didn't know I was that hungry. I know, and until then food arrived, and I was like, oh. bread was in front of me, and it was warm and crunchy and delicious, I tore that up. It, we were, like, there were two... Pe- I know. There were two little, like, uh, slices, yeah. yeah, of baguette left by the time the cheese got there. I it know. Was sad. But the crackers were good, too. The crackers were really yeah, good. They, they had were a variety of different kinds. Yeah. I had three different ones. Yeah. Because there were two on the plate, and then there was that side Oh, yeah, plate the, of, like, like, crunchy, crunchy with garlic, all Yeah, like, almost, thing. like, bagel crisps uh-huh. kind of thing. Um, so the, the first cheese, we were able to find it online. It was from <laughs> um, the Upper Bench Creamery. Pint- 
Penticton. Yeah. Um, and these are the notes from the website of that creamery. Oh my gosh. Which, which I thought really, really like, yeah. described it well. And it's, it's a little sensual. Um, Get ready. Okay. This velvety, semi-soft, surface-ripened blue with... Oh my God. With veining throughout is a bold, full-flavored <laughs> cheese with delightful hints of apple and pear. That's funny. So this was our... I know, it's veiny. <laughs> I know, oh God. Uh, <laughs> I guess blue cheese is veiny, because, like, the blue yeah, bits... you see the veining. ...are, like, strikey throughout. I get it, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> trying to... People have fun writing these things. <laughs> They're probably like, ooh. I'm so much fun veiny. Oh, my God. Um, this was our first blue yeah. on the pod. And I like blue cheese. We talked about this. We talked about this there. I feel like blue cheese isn't even an option oftentimes at charcuterie often places not. in New yeah. York. Because I I like blue cheese too, but we we don't yeah. ever see it. And I'm trying to like, think like like uh, the the past places we've been, like either. even just only from past podcast episodes, because yeah. that's where we're like really really looking Focusing, at the menu. Yeah. Um, I can't think of a time because I feel like we would have done it. We, we would have been like, oh, point. we haven't yeah. done that on the podcast yet. Yeah. That was kind of I feel like cool. usually at restaurants here, like, blue cheese is either, like, crumbled on a salad. Exactly. Or it's, like, a blue cheese gnocchi or uh-huh, something. Like, like gorgonzola. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. But and this was good. It oh was gosh, super yeah. flavorful. It de- I definitely tasted those notes of fruit. Like, it mm-hmm. wasn't so, like, stinky that you had to, like, only have a little bit. Yeah. It had a lot of other things going on yeah. in it. It still had that, like, blue cheese quality. Definitely. But it is stinky. Yeah. But it's not, like... It wasn't, like, It wasn't whoa. overpowering. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Yeah. I don't want able... it to be the only thing I taste. Yeah. And, like, when we paired it with other things, you still, Perfect. like, tasted yeah. the other things, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it was good. And the other things on the plate, there were, oh, there was a bowl of olives, which oh, yes. you're a big fan of. Oh, my God. I ate so many. I Have they tried a bite of one? Two. I had a whole column of That's true. That's true. It's too I, tiny. I'll give you that, I though. ate it. You, that's big. <laughs> uh, and then I had a, a nibble of a green olive. It was a big olive, though. So and you I, had a nibble, was which was like the equivalent of, of a column. column of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't like olives. Mm-mm. Jenny's working on us uh, liking olives. Shout out, shout out. I love olives. I know. I've always loved olives. I'll oh. eat a whole can. Oh, I've seen it. <laughs> when we lived together. Oh, no. <laughs> Shelby, you can have him cut this out. I think it's funny. We would, like, hang out, and Shelby would be like, oh, I need a snack. And I'd be like, okay, cool. And then she'd come back in my room and, like, sit on my floor, which is a common occurrence, and, like, eat a whole can of, of black olives. And I was like, well, you're getting your sodium for the day. <laughs> I am. But. Oh, yeah, they're so good. I love black olives. I love. You love um, all olives. Kama. I love all of them. I will say these were, because I, I always try to try an olive when it's on the plate. Yeah. Um, and these were high quality. I yeah. can tell. Like. Even the, the green one, you were like, you were like, I, I didn't hate that. that I, didn't I was like, hate cool. It. I was like, because I just don't like the leathery texture. The flavor, like, mm-hmm, I can mm-hmm, deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so there were olives, um, there was, uh, oh, like a cranberry house-made compote yeah. thing. Yeah, that added chunky. a lot of flavor It was so everything. flavorful. Because yeah. fresh cranberries are, like, super flavorful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Plus saucy. Is there anything else? I think that was it. I'm looking at the picture. Oh. There were the, yeah, the three types of crackers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, oh, there was butter. I don't even think I used the butter. I don't Maybe think a little so bit. Either. That's weird. Oh, I Maybe just once. a little bit. Um, but yeah. the other two cheeses. Yes, too. tell us. 
Um, okay, cool, cool. Oh, yes. Next. I'm so glad they did this. We appreciated it a lot. There was a Brie. We love a Brie. That's just really important to yeah. us. It was cold. It was creamy. It was soft. It was everything a, you want and need out of a brie. It, it was wasn't quintessential. Like, right. It wasn't yeah. like, whoa, this is a different and cool brie. Something yeah. I really, really Which like. we had before. Yeah. yeah. Like, and we've talked about yeah. And it also wasn't like, that's a sad attempt at a brie. Yeah. Like, it was It was everything that you, it was textbook. It was yeah. what you would describe as a brie. A good brie. Perfect. Well, yeah. 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 Oh my gosh, yeah. it was exactly it, what we needed. And it's nice to have, I think, like, one cheese on the plate that you, like, know exactly what it's yeah. going to taste like and how it's going to satisfy you. Yeah. So then, like, every bite that you want to put that on, you can, like, curate the bite around knowing what the cheese is mm-hmm. like. And experiment with other, yeah. like, toppings or yeah. other flavors in it. Yeah. yeah. I Brie, really like Brie that. Brie is, like, our homegirl. Oh my gosh. She's made an appearance on every PCAST. I honestly think so. She's your next guest. We can't. Brie... <laughs> Come out Get here. In here. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because it's like a woman's name. I know, too. That work, yeah. Um, so the third cheese yeah. was the hard cheese on the plate. Mm-hmm. And we had her say this name like three times. We were like, we were like write it what down. is this? Because she was like, and then Australia. And we were like, come again? The, the what? And she was like, Nostralia. And we were like, one Nostralia. <laughs> uh, but that's what it was. She was very nice. Uh, she, she was there for I it. I wish we knew our name. Her name. Our name. Maybe her name was Brie. That would make a lot of sense to me. That would warm my heart. That's what um, her name is. Okay. <laughs> uh, and it, it was an aged Canadian cheddar, mm-hmm. which I don't know that I've ever had before. I, I don't hear, like, have. Canadian cheddars, but it was from British Columbia, mm-hmm. so that was nice. Um, we, we wrote that it was uh, nutty and chewy, but, like, it's another instance of, like, chewy in a cheese. You're like, oh, do I want my cheese to be chewy? But it was in a good Ew. way. It wasn't rubbery. No, it was just like you bite and you you chew it for a minute. Yeah. So the flavors and like the texture is a little bit longer to like stay yeah. in your mouth with all of the other ingredients that you've probably put with that bite. Yeah. I yeah. I really liked it. It was really good. It was and again, it wasn't all three of these cheeses, like they weren't super overpowering. Yeah. But they all had a lot of flavor. And they worked super great as a trio. Yeah. Like I feel like so much was represented by each one. Oh, where yeah. you got what you wanted from the brie and then you got what you wanted yeah. um, from the Nostralia. Like with and the, the blue, blue cheese. Yeah, yeah, it like hit all of those points. Yeah. That for just three cheeses, like on a charcuterie plate. Yeah. It was like, expansive. That is, that's so many different palettes and, like, yeah. Thing. Yeah, that was really great. Yeah. So then we ordered rosé. Yes. Um, and, and I think the rest are our food, but, um. Oh, yeah. So. Let's start with the rosé. Okay. The, the first rosé we ordered was called Seven Directions Cabernet Fran. Mm. Rosé? Maybe Franc? Fran. Front. This is where the typos started yep, happening. This would so be about maybe halfway through. We could, were be like, Franc, could be could be could be Fran. 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 I don't think it's Fran. <laughs> Just going for it. Um, and we wrote that it was tingly, mm-hmm. aromatic, full-bodied, and stemmy. That took us a while to get to that one. I think but it's you were this one. No, you did. You oh, said really? stemmy. I said stemmy. You said, did I? Either I way. swear you said Stimmy. <laughs> it was Stimmy. Because we, we were like, whoa. <laughs> I was really thinking back. Um, I swear you said it, and I was like, wow, that's so specific. Okay, and then I took okay, a drink of it, okay. and I was like, I right. do remember that. 
Because right. I was like, it's it's not necessarily earthy. <laughs> it's not necessarily super floral. But I was like, it has a... the in-between. And so I was like, it's like the stem <laughs> of a flower. Like, it's not the super bright flowery part. <laughs> it really made sense But it's not me. the, like, dirt part no, either. No, no. But I don't think I've ever described wine that way. So that was cool. And it was it was pretty dark. It honestly, like, in our pictures, it looks like an orange wine. I know. Um, but it was a rosé. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In comparison. Oh, oh yeah, you ordered this one. I remember. Right? Okay. The name. Okay, yeah. great. I was like, wow, I remembered something. Okay. <laughs> um, the second rosé we got was called Dirty Laundry Hush Rosé. It's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Um, that really A got good us. Name. I know. We had to get it. Um, and the notes on this guy were floral, leafy, with a hint of citrus. So it was, it was obviously all of those notes and... They encompass, like, floral. Yeah. So it all of that is like part of it, but yeah. I feel like the all of these was different key. things yeah. were represented in it. Um, it was much lighter in color. Yeah. It was a more which was like, really great with the one you ordered. Yeah. So like between they were the very different for yeah. rosés. It was great. We yeah. had two very very different rosés. Yeah, but um, they complemented each other. Yeah, and they complemented the cheeses exactly. And it's they complemented what we ordered next. Let's talk which, about it. Oh my god. Okay. I'll. Uh, okay. You <gasps> which talk, one do you want to talk about? <sighs> do you want to talk about the the du jour? Okay. Is that okay? <laughs> uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Go for it. Okay. You go first. Okay. So we ordered two things. Um, the, the first was... Oh, my God. Um, it was a uh, cooked... Grilled. <sighs> grilled, yes. <laughs> a grilled avocado. Yeah, so it had, like, marks. sear marks on it. it. Like, grilled on, like, a... Ch- uh, a grill. <laughs> on a grill. <laughs> Grilled on a grill. Yeah. <laughs> um, and oh my god. Oh, okay, shit. it was covered in a in a sauce. A like real, real sauce. Like a creamy, tangy, Thick. buttery, just like draped oh over the whole avocado. And then, and I then. mean, we're in Vancouver. We splurged. Oh, yeah. It had crab and lobster Whoa. pieces on it. And, like, Tender. some, like, tomatoes cut up yeah. and a couple other things. And Whoa. you would, like, so you would scoop. We had two spoons, and we'd, like, scoop a little piece of the avocado, get some sauce, and, like, get a piece of fish. It was, like, divine. Oh, my God. They really, like, cracked the code mm-hmm. on, like, how to make an avocado shine. But, like... Bring With in seafood, yeah, what? and like, like high end, like shellfish. Cut and that avocado was it was perfect. perfect. We like cut into it with our oh. like little spoons, yeah, and like the sauce was smothering it, yeah. So like you just like broke through the sauce, oh you go like, in God. there into the avocado, scoop up some lobster, put it in your mouth. It, oh my god, yeah. every we bite was like delectable. Wow, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, but the other thing was so good too. Also. We got, which we think is amazing and hilarious, the gnocchi du jour. Are you kidding me? Every they day. They have a different kind of gnocchi every single day. Oh, my God. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Everything should have that. We love every it. Every place should have a gnocchi du jour. But what I really liked about, because we've, we've had our fair share of gnocchi, we I like would say. Gnocchi. Yeah. And this one seemed so, like, in the best, 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 best way, housemade. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, each bite was shaped a little bit different, yeah. and they weren't all, like, completely uniform. No. And I've really never seen gnocchi shaped like that. They were just kind of, like, they were 
chunks. Uh, they were just chunks. Like, some of them nothing, were triangles, some right, were rectangles. Right, nothing super fancy, no. nothing with those, like, little lines in it. No, they but they were, like, grilled on one yeah. side. Oh, it was so good. They were the perfect texture. Yes. Um, I don't know. I just thought that that was, and I don't, I don't know. I just thought that that was really interesting. I've never seen gnocchi like that before. No, it was very um, And then we, it obviously had a sauce with it. Yes. Um, and we, <laughs> this was at the end of our notes, and I yes. really just, can I just read exactly what we wrote? Please read it. It's, it's so really, funny. really great. Oh, my God. All right. So the sauce was sophisticated baby food green bean puree that's exact i would say that even now i know that's exactly the most what it was. flavorful oh yeah the most flavorful um 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 bean sprouts yes whoa yeah i uh, forgot no, about those pea, pea shoots pea shoots bean sprouts are those crunchy white things you we wrote pea sprouts which is a Combination Combo. of both. So I did go with bean sprouts in the moment. But they were pea <laughs> shoots. Because yeah. they had leaves and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. They were so... Because normally you think of that as like a kind of bland garnish. And something that they just like throw in to make it look bigger than it is yeah. or whatever. These were so... F- I don't know how they did it. it. Like it was, how did they infuse so much I flavor? I don't... It should be impossible. It's a leaf. <laughs> and so that combo between like the gnocchi cooked perfectly and being like so housemade yeah. and fresh and that sauce that was like... Oh my god, like the creamy, and it was green, yeah. and it had like it tasted like green beans. Of flavor. It was yeah. like green bean puree yeah. with like some gorgeous seasoning on it. Yeah, it was um, so good. And then the pea shoots, we were just like losing our minds. Yeah. Um, and that was about the time we were drinking our red, red wine. wine. I think our waitress at this point was like, "What are what are they doing? Like, what's like, their end game here?" Yeah. This is like the yeah. weirdest. She was. I was like, "I think we'll get some red now," and she was like, "Okay, okay. cool." <laughs> she um, was great. So the first red we got was the it's the Rust Wine Company, and it was a Gamay Noir. Mm-hmm. And I I've recently learned I really like Gamays, so yeah. I was excited to order it. Um, and we said that it was bright silvery and autumn like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think did I say that, that one I ordered, I think you I remember really struggling to think of the notes on yeah, this one and you and said I the first felt, two and then you were like oh I don't know and I was like well, what are you thinking I felt so embarrassed yeah, I was like that's perfect. not a note I have to think of but something was autumn like and then I just looked at Kate and I was like it tasted autumn. like <laughs> it almost had like the very 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 slightest hint of like pumpkin right yeah as soon as as soon as Kate said that I was like thank god she's picking up pumpkin in this that means I was on it with the autumn thing yeah crazy no I once you it said it and really I tasted it interesting I felt it it was like so so flavorful and you're experiencing so much but it was really difficult to pick out the notes on that for me I was like I yeah. know that I'm experiencing so much flavor and it's yeah. delicious no but autumn like was accurate Whoa. okay that's yeah. amazing I love to hear that um yeah so the uh, second red we got and the last glass of wine we ordered in this lovely evening was Le Vieux Pain Petit Rouge. Cute. Nice. Thank you. Um, this guy was pretty, smoky, and cool. It was, I don't know that it, well, I don't know that it was actually chilled, but I do think it must have been kept in like a cool cellar or Mm -hmm. something because it was definitely a cooler temperature than the other red. And it just, I don't know. I like when a red is cool, especially like you're sitting outside and it's not hot and it's not cold. It yeah. just like is cool on the throat, but so flavorful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the smokiness, mi- smokiness mixed with the coolness. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. Was like smokiness, a good coolness. combo. It was a really great way to end our like 
wine yeah. tasting. It's nice to just, like, sit outside, oh like, on gosh. the brink of fall and have a really good glass of red wine. Majorly. Yeah. Oh, we were literally at one point I said to Shelly, I was like, we're not leaving here till it's dark out. And you kind of laughed, but it was pitch (laughs) black by the time you left. We took our time. Okay. Okay. Oh my God, it's time. Is it time? Oh, wow. We did it. I I wrote this down. Oh my God. Yeah. I need Um, to read mine and figure out what I said. Okay. So my bitch's (laughs) best bite from the wine bar in Vancouver was the little um, crunchy crostini mm-hmm. that came with it that had, like, a slight olive oil on it. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sometimes those are too hard. Like, you bite into it, and it almost, like, hurts your teeth. Yeah. But this just, like, it bit like a cracker, <laughs> and the other half stayed together. Like, it was a I good crunch. So it was the, that little crostini with the King Cole blue cheese. Fascinating. With a little scoop. Of the cranberry compote. A Because it was so flavorful. You I know, only you need, need a little much. bit. It's true. Which is so... I feel like all three of those things are a little off-brand for me. I know. I know. Like, that's awesome. It was Blue such a moment. good bite. Mm-hmm. Like, the crunch with the, like tanginess of the blue and then the, like, tartness of we the cranberry. The it was really good. Amazing. Tell I like your bitches both. I'll tell you mine. I'll tell you mine. Okay. Um, my... Bitch's best bite was and is <laughs> the wait for it crustini. <gasps> I know. I'm oh just as shocked as you are. We were sitting there at the table, and you were like, "Do you know your bitch's best bite?" And I'm like, "I'm freaking out because I know it's the crustini." And I'm like, "How is it not the baguette? I love baguettes." This it's is like the third crazy. time this has happened. I love baguettes. I know. Anyway, the crustini was amazing because I so think good. that it worked. The reason I liked it is because I think it worked super well with the Nostralia. Ooh. Because we talked about, like, the crunch in it. Yeah. And between the, like, the, like, um, not crunchiness, but, like, the, how it, like, falls apart, the chewiness mm. of the cheese mm-hmm. and how you have to keep chewing that. You also have to keep chewing the, the crustini. of the crustini, And so, yeah. like, all of that in my mouth all at once, I was like, I'm just still chewing. I'm still really and loving still it. And still getting all the flavor. Exactly. Yeah. And then... As soon as I swallow, oh, I know it's coming. Pop a calamine olive, olive in my mouth, and I'm a happy camper. Nice. It was like after all that flavor has been in my mouth for so long, and then I do a calamata olive that has so much flavor and is yeah. really specific. And like, I was like, I'm living my life. It was so good. That's that sounds good. Oh my god! If I, I, I love calamata <laughs> olives, I'd eat that. Bite. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so we were gonna do what's what in the world of Canadian wine. Uh, but we, there wasn't very much wine news in Canada this week, (laughs) which could be a good thing, so, because nothing dramatic happened. That's good. Um, mine kind of, well, it circles a little bit back to when I, it's not about, like, climate change and, like, the, like, the wine in Europe, or the grapes in Europe dying, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it's actually this interesting take on U.S. wine. Um, Basically, this season, and they're anticipating for next season, Mm -hmm. there's actually, like, a huge surplus of grapes, like, and and this this is why it has to do with it, because it's because of, like, the unpredictable climate and everything that's changing that, like, things aren't growing in the standard way that they grow, and it's Hmm. resulted in a surplus of product that's like not as high quality or not like the same quality that vineyards are used to um so it's impacting like the wine economy in a really interesting way um this article on forbes calls it 
that the wine supply is moving into unknown territory because we have a large and unhealthy excess in grapes supply at all price segments. And this is um, mostly talking about California vineyards, but I think mm-hmm. it, it's kind of broad-based, at least on, like, the West Coast. Yeah. Um, so basically this has, like, a several different impacts on, like, the wine, the, the world of wine, world, if you will. Uh, wine. <laughs> wine world of wine. The, wow. Yes. We could make it even the world wide world of too. wine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Basically, there's a prediction that this coming year's grape harvest, in the U.S. at least, will have the biggest imbalance they've ever seen and too much supply, too little, dela- uh, too, too little demand. Really? Um, and basically, they're like, this has happened before, but this is on a bigger scale. Oh. And so traditionally, when this happens, growers can, like, drop fruit, so they, like, trim clusters so that the grapes will grow in like the healthy way that they're supposed to um or they can pull out vines altogether um but this surplus is apparently like so drastic that that is like way too time consuming to do it's like so widespread they can't even like pick the little outliers i guess so yeah because it's not like it's only like oh this line of vines is like overgrowing let's trim it down if it's like happening all over um so Basically, this is kind of good for consumers because Hmm. it means that, like, new wine drinkers or um, people that, like, maybe want to start, like, a bigger wine collection but haven't yet, it's a very – this effect is that it's a buyer-friendly marketplace right now because Mm. there's there's an excess in quantity and so, like – prices are dropping um and and especially that's true on like maybe higher level like higher quality or higher price wines are being sold for less either because just like supply is so high or because like the actual grapes are different and they don't think the wine is as good of a quality but it's from like a really high quality brand and like a a good winery or vineyard so people are able to like try higher quality wines at a more accessible price Mm -hmm. basically um, and yeah, so like wow. discounted wines. So Noted. this is like, could be exciting for a wine consumer. Um, like and us. As, well, it says, especially attractive to younger people and price conscious shoppers and people who are like just starting Me. out, um, drinking wine. Um, and obviously like that could be a good thing for the industry because it could kind of like counterbalance and still provide enough like profit to the wineries, but it's just like it's way more unpredictable and more of a gamble. Mm -hmm. Um, so that is always a risk and, and it just creates like a different buying atmosphere. Like if people are not as happy with the product or if things are like, not as like, and like you don't know what you're getting. That label that you always trust that you know is that high quality. Now you don't know if you can trust the, the, what it's going to actually taste like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it says, while price isn't the only driver, many people will be inclined to pull out their wallets for an exceptional deal on a well-made product. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is not because the product is cheap. It's because the consumers feel they're getting more than what they actually paid for. In this case, um, the get could include wine grown under the best conditions by some of the best producers in the U.S. wine industry. um, But it could have a much more negative impact on, like, kind of the lower level wine growers in the U.S. Wow. So it's just interesting. I hadn't heard anything about that. And kind of the angle of the article is that, like, if you want to start a wine cellar, like, (laughs) now's the time. Because you can kind of just, like, collect all of these random things at a more accessible price point. Oh, Um, I wish I had a cellar. 
Oh, show me a New York apartment with in our budget. It's a wine cellar. Wow. I know. It doesn't even have to be a wine cellar. Like, give me a cellar of any kind. True. <laughs> I'll Don't take any cellar. Like, milk cellars. I learned about Who? that one time. The pioneers. I don't know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was like, the people of New York have milk cellars? No. <laughs> like milk and, and cheese and butter. Oh, they yeah. used to keep them in yeah, cellars. Yeah, like in like a like a box. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Anyway. What's wine your world of wine, Shelby? <laughs> so, so, so. Um, I, yeah, I was adamant that I find something related to Canada. Yay. Um, but, yeah, it's not, it's not like, this is crazy news of Canada wine. So that's my downfall, but okay. it is about Canada. Well, <laughs> so we I love stick Canada. With that, you went with the. I'm not finding anything well, riveting. So, and I was like Canada. <laughs> Mine's like West Coast, so maybe it is impacting probably, at least probably. like British Columbia and the wines we were drinking. This was just it was from Forbes, so it was American centric. Mine is about British Columbia. Wow. So maybe yeah. So Tell cool. Me. All right. Cool. 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 So this is an article that focuses on a region of British Columbia wine because I started my search for my what's what in the world of wine based on our question of why do we never see Canadian wine? I never see Canadian wine. Have True. you ever had Canadian wine? And we were like, I don't and know. And all the wines we tried were so good. So good. And so yeah. we were like, this is strange. Yeah. So that's what started my search. Okay. Okay. So this article is about a specific region in uh, British Columbia in the winemaking um, industry. And this is in the South Okanagan Valley, the scenic Oliver Soyos. Nice. Thank you. Region <laughs> is home to Canada's most outstanding vineyards and Ooh, wines. So, cool. Canadian wine is relatively new. Um, even It was great, great quality, and we found that out firsthand. Sure. But they only started um, being like, having an industry behind it and, like, distribution in the 1960s, which is That's so, so recent. recent. I know. Um, and now today's scene is prolific. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in this re- specific region, the Oliver Asoyos Wine Country uh, region, there are 41 wineries. And, um, okay, so this region has only that amount of wineries, but... They um they produce one million cases of wine annually. Wow, that's a lot. That region that just that region. Wow. Okay, but it, okay, it ranges from the Pinot Gris, which we had, to yes. Chardonnay, Cab Sav, Merlot, the works. So they cover the bases. <laughs> yeah, we get that. But they don't ever make it to U.S. shelves or restaurants because um they don't produce. Like, mass produce. Yeah. It's very, very limited production. They don't have, like, these massive, uh, like, each one of these 41 wineries are really small, and they're family-owned, and they're, like, they're not into, oh, we're going to mass produce this and ship it globally. Like, that's not their goal, Yeah, even. Yeah, I so, guess a million, like, divided by 41 is not that much. It's not that Yeah. I don't know. I saw a million. I was like, whoa, that's but a lot. But for 41, that's, like, not it's one true. winery. I mean, yeah, in know? comparison to yeah. what we think about happening in, like, Napa Valley, oh my or just, God. like, California and shit, like, yeah. that's not a lot. That's yeah. true. Um, yeah, so I thought that was really interesting as far as it's a really low um, 
production. And then as a quick sidebar that did lead me to another article that I'll just like mention a slight part about, and that has something to do with the North American Trade Agreement. Oh. And they can't ship that small quantity to oh. the U.S. due to that agreement not happening anymore. Um, and before it was already really difficult, but now right. that, that agreement isn't happening, it's like a no-go, well, which I thought was like fascinating. So that wasn't specifically in this article, but I remember being like, but why? Yeah. And then I found another Learned. article that said that and I was like, oh, I guess it's, it's not economically meaningful for either party to be shipping small quantities like across borders because like yeah. you have to pay taxes on those things and like so much in like yeah. customs and duties yeah. and everything. Yeah. But oh also, I know like, that just from Beholden. Oh my gosh, we ship a, a gown internationally, and it's like $200, It's crazy just to get it out of the country. I ship uh, a freaking book to my cousins in England, and the shipping is twice as much as the book. Ridiculous! Yeah. I know they better like the book. <laughs> they better love the book. <laughs> now I use uh, Amazon Prime UK. Ooh, you get, get around the system. Yeah, although it's but it, Amazon it's, is the system. Amazon is Ooh, capital no. T the system. <laughs> so how we do a weekend. Hi, Jeff. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Oh man. Okay. That got really mad up. Okay. Um, <laughs> the final part of this that oh. I do want to mention is um, just the. Just little bits about the vineyards in the region. Um, the price points are amazing. So there's this one that offers a 90-minute uh, tour complete with wine, organic produce, encounters with llamas, and long-haired <laughs> Scottish Highland cows, what? and obviously charcuterie oh, yeah. um, for $46. Canonade? Yeah. <laughs> Canadian dollars. Canadian dollars. You said that and I was like, yes. <laughs> didn't even notice. But yes? Yes. That's like $30. I know. For all of that good stuff. Wait, why didn't we go? And then there's another oh, winery no. that offers tour and tastings, no llamas, for $12. What? There's another one that has just a suggestion. A suggested donation to the Canadian <laughs> Diabetes Association. Oh my God. About four dollars, they say. I love suggest- Canada. So, like, remember how we went to Napa? Maybe we should go to this region. I'm, I'm also, down. I mean, I was thrilled. We thought our Napa situation was a bargain, and and that was like not that not cheap a at all. I mean, it was for what we got, but I like, mean, yeah. In comparison, who knew? Yeah, so man. We're going to the Osoyos. Osoyos. Osoyos region. Osoyos! Osoyos! <laughs> See you there. See you there. <laughs> oh, that I've was a never good one. sound like that. <laughs> we got pingy. <laughs> okay, wow. Wow, that I was, was like lit. Thrilling. I'm for the llama. <laughs> <laughs> right? That really got me. I, I was strolling through and I was like, hey, we gotta go. Long-haired Scottish. I literally <laughs> thought you were gonna say ben. long-haired Scottish man. I was like... I'm getting on a plane right now. <laughs> We're going back to Vancouver. <laughs> Sorry to my job, my responsibilities. <laughs> okay. Oh, Speaking of long-haired Scottish men. Really? What? Oh, I don't know. I was like, <laughs> I would get intimate with long-haired Scottish men. But instead... That works. We'll get... <laughs> intimate with, with the label. label. It's so creepy. How does it not creepy? All I right, feel like whatever. the first time we did it, it wasn't it's so creepy. Good. It was creepy, wasn't it? <laughs> the first time, no, but the recent episodes. 
Okay, what if we close our eyes? What if we close our eyes? That's, I don't know how that will make it better. Okay. You know, like an acting exercise. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay, ready? Get. (laughs) One, two, three. Getting intimate with with a label. label. (laughs) (laughs) It was less creepy. Honestly, this is so funny. Okay, Read it. so it's gonna be such. We are drinking Hess Select. Uh, that's the name of the vineyard. There's a little lion Im- Im- emblem. Emblem. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to say mm-hmm. embalm, and then I was like, that's different. <laughs> um, family owned lion. since 1978. It's the north coast of California. It's a 2016 Cab Sauv. Okay, shall we pick this out? So I haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't done this in a while. Really? I feel like you did. Oh my did gosh, it's been a minute. The last couple. Really? Okay. I don't know why. I'll have to re-listen. Um, okay. The lion is the emblem of the Hess family and symbolizes the bold and persevering character of our founder, <laughs> Donald Hess. In his honor, we strive to make the very best wines that elevate your every day. This Cabernet is bursting with spice and black fruit wrapped around the mouth, filling tannins and well-balanced oak. I did good, right? Nice. <laughs> wrapped around mouth. I know. That's what really sold it for nice. me. I was like, remember to buy it. I thought the bottle said orgasmic. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> but it was it. still... It was still erotic themed. <laughs> Orgasmic. Hi, yeah, yeah. Oh man, how long has it been? Probably a long time. Oh, wow. We're killing it. We're the best. I, okay, well, is that man, it? All so I have soon? to say is like, go to Canada. I do have to say that. Vancouver is great. We, we recommend. recommend and we recommend the train ride from oh my God. Seattle to Vancouver for sure. Mm-hmm, Scenic, mm-hmm. despite what the grumpy old lady across from us thought. Even grumpy. though she had the best view on the train. Oh my God, we she were was so like, annoyed. I've seen better. We were like, oh. we were like, well, do you, do you like want to the ocean? Seas? Yeah. Have you ever been inspired by the ocean? <laughs> I'm sorry. She was like, meh. Uh, no, God. it's a great ride. Dance. Four hours. Um, yeah, go to Canada. Go to Canada. They'll Maybe don't you come right. back. <laughs> We thought about it. Yeah. And if you live in New York and you go to Canada, it's going to seem free. It's going to change your life. Yeah. Um, and go to the wine bar in Vancouver. Oh. I forget what neighborhood it's in, but we don't live it was there. We don't have the, to know the neighborhood. It was by the ferry. Oh. Oh. Y- yard. Yard. Oh, house. No. Be- wait. I, it's on the tip of my tongue. It. Because we took the fair, we took the the water bus, which was boat, basically a rowboat, with a very very happy captain. Oh, that captain was like, I love my job. I do this every day. His dream to be driving that boat. Nice. Um. Okay, that's Oregon. There's Vancouver. Uh huh. Um, Wow, you're really gonna zoom in on maps. I'm so sorry. No, don't be sorry. I'm just amazed. You're gonna pinpoint it. I guess I could just search. You could just was. search the wine bar. Um, Yale Town. Yale Town. Not Yard House. Close. Combination word starts with a Y. Ye old Yale Town. Town. <laughs> right on the water. Uh, yeah, if it you find lovely. yourself in Vancouver, definitely hit it up. And I think you should find yourself in Vancouver. <laughs> I think we'll be finding ourselves in Vancouver. Sounds good. Again. 
Yeah. All right. Here's well, to Canada. Here's to and wine. Wine and you. Oh. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs>